0: You know, when I was younger, uh, my mother said there are four things we cannot talk about at the dinner table, and that was money, sex, politics, and God. And interesting enough that over the years, um, I've become somebody who doesn't quite know how to have a conversation about God anymore, because I really think... There is a new meaning of God that's coming out in the world and people are waking up to and it needs a redefinition and that's what today's about.
1: Get ready for realness. I'm real, you're real, we're all real, we're all here together. It's Collective, Collective Potential. Potential. Raw to the bones heart to heart if you don't
2: mind.
0: So today we have a beautiful soul sister, I'm going to call her. Not that we've met, but she's one of Jeremy's good friends. Um, And Ryan and I are definitely up for this conversation about redefining God. So Jez, give us a little bit about Ev.
3: So Evelyn, um, when I was doing my six months traveling the world last year, I met. I think I've already told in previous podcasts, I met three kind of awake, really enlightened souls. And Ev was um, one that really kicked off my path to wake up and, go more vulnerably in myself go deeper in myself and um and it was a beautiful moment when we met um that it just felt like fate colliding like we both fell into each other's paths and really unlocked our own spiritual journey again our own journey um deeper journey however you want to describe it and yeah to me evelyn was just um without pumping her up too much but like i just found like i don't know if you read the book the shack um where it's it's this um it's about basically about, about a beautiful book about God ending up being a woman in the jungle and or in a, in 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 the wilderness. And on my journey, two months in that's what, or one month in, that's exactly what Ev felt like to me. Oh, that's um, so it, it's like, she's someone that's, that's stayed like my bestie ever since. And we just, we love each other. <laughs> so but I just, I, my reason for, I feel like drawing into this conversation is cause I feel like, Her level of understanding, um, intellectually, both spiritually and knowledge-wise, is vast and and worth talking with about
0: hers. (laughs) Welcome, Evelyn.
1: Hi, Jeremy. Wow, I can say exactly the same thing about Jeremy. So he's um, just—I met him and he had this light, and I—he does. I just could—it felt like a little brother immediately, and he just had this this innocent, beautiful light. And I, um, you know, I love people, but I don't really just pull new people in that quickly. And he just felt like I had known him for a very long time. And what I loved about your journey, Jeremy, was that like mine, um, I'm considerably older than you, but you met me as well when I was going really delving into the rawness of, of who I was and who Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we, I think we really clicked because um, we were both just in the very raw state of what is this? Who am I really? And without all of the layers of what it's supposed to be. And I think that's what really made us connect.
2: And you you know what? We love that. Don't we Ryan? Oh, that question, who am I really? You can just, Blow your mind on for hours, <laughs> if
3: not. Yeah. But I,
0: I, say let's give ourselves permission mm-hmm. to really go there tonight, then. Right. go deep. If we're all deep thinkers, um, our big hearts wearing them on our sleeves, then you know the, the point of um, why we do these podcasts is we share ourselves vulnerability to create those aha moments in our lives, and I really think that we can do this tonight. And I just think we just have to have no fear and mm. or at least acknowledge the fear and mm. see the God in ourselves isn't the point of that.
3: Yeah. I think the reason you, which well, you opened it with is perfect because I feel like God is something that has had labels over the years and everyone's interpretation is different. It's got stigma with it. It's got weirdness with it. But, I mean, for me, it's this absolute energy that's creation and everything in between that is within and with ex- internal external, it's it's so much more vast than I can comprehend. And I feel like I, words fall short of even trying to describe what it is, but I, it's an experience more than a belief. Um, and and it'll be interesting, maybe we talk about our own versions of that and what we feel about it. And um, But I feel like it'd be good to discuss because it allows us to figure out what it is and allows listeners to figure out what it is for them, mm. if it's relevant for them, if it's not. I feel it's relevant in our times because there's more there's more and more attention focused on tangible things and it's distracting us from this, um, huge, vast beauty, empowered beauty that's within, which I discovered with Evelyn and I've discovered more and more every day since. Hey,
2: Jazz, what did you think God was when you were 14?
3: Great. Well, I was Christian. That's a great question. I was Christian when I was 14. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it was, it was a, it was a, it was an emotional God. It was a God that would um, we, feel sad if I wasn't with Him. It was a Him as well. And um, I came to... Um,
0: I, love I love that Evelyn's giggling. Yeah,
3: Because it sounds
1: like the God of my, my childhood as well. Yeah,
3: now we understand. <laughs> yeah, we both, Good, we both grew up very religious. Yeah, great. Um, but then, yeah, I think worth noting, one really important turning point for me was when I was at the pits of my depression, my girlfriend was in the house and I didn't want to keep her up again and again with my sadness and crying and lostness. So I went out to the car and just cried and cried and cried until I hit this point where I said, um, I was like, why am I so alone? I was just screaming out, like literally really screaming it. Why, why am I so alone? I feel so lost. I'm getting sad as I bring up because it was, it was, it hurt.
0: Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing Um, to be able to take yourself there mm. Because this was a catalyst moment for you to wake up to what
3: God was. Which, which was, um, well, I, well essentially I, I was just in the sense of trauma and stress yeah. and sadness and lostness. And then I hit, and I was just screaming out like, why, why, why am I so alone? Why is, why are we so lost and alone? And, um, and then I just hear, heard this quiet voice or a quiet sense that said, you're not alone. And, um, and it was something that in the same nature of just crying then, I didn't expect to, it just it just waved peace over me and washed over me. And I felt completely like from one pole to the other opposite, I just swung. And then I felt this this even quieter voice that said, um, um, I'll love you no matter what you do with your life. Like I'll, I'll love you unconditionally no matter what you do with your life. And that's, Jeremy, that, that's, beautiful. that's like the deepest part of me in a lot of ways because I found that in the deepest part of myself. Um, and... It's a truth that I feel like is true for everyone. And that, that to me, that that, that quiet voice or whatever that was, that was God. That was pure, unconditional Ooh. love.
0: Wow, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a bit speechless.
2: Do you still, what do you think about your idea wow. of the Christian God as a younger person compared to your view of it now? Or it or whatever you'd call it, source, if it's not a man in Sky is the typical
3: Christian. Yeah, I didn't like think that. it was a man in the sky. I thought it lived in my heart and it was inside me, and it, yeah, I can empower it like for a relationship. Spirit? I think that a lot of the teachings were good. I think, like any religion, a lot of the teachers are good. Yeah, like a spirit, um, it's an omnipresence force. But I think there was one too many attachments and labels to it that um, that limited it. Um, and, yeah, I've learned, and I feel like Evelyn's a very important part of my... I want to draw you more into this sort of yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, I want to know what Evelyn thinks yeah. of what you just well, said.
1: Well, I'm listening to Jeremy. You know, my, my wake-up was... Well, my childhood was very similar as far as our religious belief to Jeremy's. I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. The God of my, my childhood was very evil. He hated everything that was not about... <laughs> Honoring him and wow. you know,
0: yep.
1: like honor God and love God and you know and this judgment God and even when I was a child, um, it, bu- it was bizarre to me. And I remember in church, I would put um, storybooks in my Bible, so I seemed like I was really devout because I was reading a story <laughs> inside of the Bible. And I was you
0: getting, badass, you rebel. I like you. This is great. Well,
1: it, I wasn't even tr- you know in a sense. You that's why children are so beautiful. I just shut it out. Um, ironically mm. and I'll tell you about that later the bible i'm I'm decoding the Bible right now using numerology because the Bible <laughs> is actually an amazing tool of course yeah. um however, it um. got hidden this the 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 point of the Bible got hidden my a wake up call came is was very dramatic and Jeremy knows this story and it's one that i am so proud of um I had a very wonderful um as I call it a three d life I had a, a very successful business in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where I lived at the time. I was a successful caterer. Um I had a lot I did TV stuff. Everything was, you know, was Dining wonderful. into the likes of Jay-Z
3: and Beyoncé.
1: Well, not not, but you know, my version of it. I mean, I was we had, you know, my 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 partner at the time and I were pretty prominent. Um and so wonderful. Um and then wow. we we split up, but right after we split up, I I everything was fine. I was typically Jeremy and I would have never met then because I was my weave was down to my back wow. you know I had the latest the greatest sports car luxury car it was just I was just Lost not life. this very three, third dimensional person yeah. and after a client meeting one day I laid down to take a nap on my sofa um, I had an out-of-body experience I had no idea what that was I'd never heard about it before even though I didn't accept the god of my childhood I just kind of went on with my life I thought I was you know, loving person, but yeah. I was very much connected to my outside self and outside um, appearances and what the world thought of me and how I looked and how much, you know, how much I, I had acquired. And I was a typical um, American dream person. Yeah. Um, and so I, I had this out of body experience. And, and if you've never had one, it's one of the things the mystics talk about. A lot of people go through fasting and certain things to actually have this what's called a kundalini awakening mm. but I, I i believe now that the god within me said enough with that
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, wake yeah.
1: up this is too important for you to be chasing something else and i when i woke up when i went up and at the best i can describe it i and i didn't do drugs i drank average glasses of wine at dinner and so on i went up in this energy that felt like the most incredible orgasmic energy I've ever had. I felt like I got up to the top of what looked like um, the planet, and I but, but I hovered, and then I, I floated back down um, into my body. And when I was going up, I looked down on the sofa, and there was my body. And when I came down into my body, it was just like, I, I, this was, I didn't even know that was a thing. But mm-hmm. immediately, I called my son, and I said... We're gods. We're gods. I saw everything. We're gods. You have to stop what you're doing, tell to get rid of your derelict friends because my son is Mm -hmm. a kid. Well, he was, was, you know. Mm -hmm. But we're gods. I'll explain everything. Come over. The point is, for a few days, Mm -hmm. when I, 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 but beyond that, I remember I started, um, and this is just, I started sharing what the information that felt like it was just seconds that I got. It was Mm. just that we're gods, we're one, we're all one, we're the same, and and various versions of that. And I was very ecstatic about it. And, And my family, fortunately, my brothers thought, wow, this is okay, this is something. Some of my friends thought I was absolutely nuts and absolutely
3: not to give us context as well like I spoke or the broader audience context is like where where were you like the crazy busy life beforehand so someone like this is such a polar opposite from where you were living right
1: Completely, absolutely. I was completely opposite of that. And when I came back into my my awareness, I changed. Like it's the the, the one thing that changed my life completely. And I, I all of a sudden, and I know, and it it wasn't like I didn't come to the aware awareness I have now, but. I got. I felt like you. Jer, I felt very isolated at first because mm. here I knew this truth, and I couldn't relate any aspect of my life to the truth that I now knew. I, 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 I couldn't. The car that I drove, the house I lived in, the friends that I spent time with. I just. I spent more time. I wanted to be out in nature mm. more. I went, I would stay there and just sit under a tree. I moved to a farm. Um, I got. Ho- I bought two horses. I got chickens as pets. Mm-hmm. I went vegan, mm-hmm. and and that was. You did go crazy. (laughs) I did. but And I did... I mean, again, this thing was such a short second, a short period of time that I went into this moment, but I got all this information in it. But then the Mm. more I... I went into this. The more I looked around me, and no one else could relate to me.
0: Yeah, and makes I a lot I of sense start feeling me. crazy. You're so awakened, or so this new catalyst moment, or a call to adventure. We've all had pinnacle moments that have changed us, and I, I do. I feel for people once they have had this change. It's like oh, they've entered a new. You've entered a new special world. Like you're going. Yeah, this is when you say yeah. yes to this new lesson, this new learning. Don't you think it really creates a whole other world for you? Mm-hmm. It
1: really does. And the hardest part is letting go of the old world, not because I think we, you know, I, I I, let, I, I gave away so much of my stuff. But it's just you're attached Did to these you? relations. Mm-hmm. I was attached to those relationships, mm-hmm. and and I and it hurt. It pained me because I couldn't relate anymore and, and for a while I felt like I did go crazy. I felt like, mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's me. I didn't wanna I, I I stayed on my farm. If you wanted to see me you'd come and you'd have to come and visit, you know, mm-hmm. and and but then but then and so, and it's not and then it's almost like the information started going away from me. Like I felt like, oh, maybe this is not what it was supposed to be and um but as I, I think I kind of then went back to square one. And it's just like I think I got a preview of what is really, in a sense, God. Mm. And then I had to go back and learn it all over again from scratch.
3: Because because your upbringing and learning was just so different, obviously. And um, and I mean, I think it's just admirable as well, just the, how hard it is to continue down that path, like the hero's journey says. Like mm. once you once you have that wake or yeah. call to action, to you feel so isolated, but then to keep looking within for answers as opposed to externally.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's you're right, and it's all within, and and it, it did. It took a while. It um it took um a while where I, even at one point I felt I couldn't live in the United States anymore because I I the, the United States is full of this outer this out this God that's outside of you. Even the newest um, non-denominational churches in the in the U.S. and it's, maybe it's the same where you guys are, but it's all about this God that's outside of you. And and I couldn't relate to any of I couldn't relate to the state of mind of the United States because the state is just a state of mind and people need to yeah. understand the etymology of that. There's one way of thinking there as it relates to God, uh, the nicest churches and the best some of the best people still believe that God is outside of of of, of us,
3: mm. and to be feared even.
1: Oh yeah, they they've totally. I mean, just think about it, Jeremy. You were not you were told to be afraid of God and and most of the churches still teach that and. Um,
3: uh, yeah, I don't know if
1: you can relate. Um, like, I, I mean, I'm going on about my story, but no, I, no. I think everybody that wakes up comes to they have their version of this experience in some way.
0: It kind of reminds me, like, um, when you talk about you had a, an awakening to God. It was just a it, it was a it was a new way of being, a new way of thinking that we're all God. And we're not separating yeah. ourselves. And I can't help but think yeah. about when you were, you asked before Ryan, um, you know, one of the greatest tests is once you get this, this knowledge is what do you do with it? Do you go mm. backwards or do you mm. keep living it out? And like you said, yeah. there's a lot of fear around that. And that's a huge test to like, that's why I admire you. Cause you're like, okay, you seem crazy. Because you're out of the norm. You're telling yourself you're crazy. That's a real test and and, and it just triggered something for me. I was thinking about as a 14-year-old why when Jeremy said, we're going to talk about God, I did this. Oh, God, this conversation, <laughs> here we go. And I know that I truly understand that, you know, God is a terminology that people use for the dogma or the institution and the religions that we've all come from like you're talking about. And I'm really curious about redefining it because I'm learning that I am part of uh, the world and there is this thing called consciousness and I kind of still don't get it, but I know it feels good and I know it feels nice to be connected to everyone. But then there's a 14-year-old Emily and I remembered why. Mm. My true test was back when I was 14 um, about God was my dad died and you just remembered just then. I actually just remembered. So my dad had an accident. Um, At work, he was like a dogman, like a full tradie islander. So, uh, And, you know, workman over here, um, Ev. And uh, my dad was a Roman Catholic, but my mum was Christian. And I used to go to um, little Sunday school and I'd sing my little... I'm going to let it shine. You know, loved, I love singing. We know that song. Don't <laughs> we? You know, like you've got the whole world in our hand kind of God little moments. Mm-hmm. But as a little girl, I love the drawing in. I love the community aspect of it. I love that we were there to be kind and generous and respectful, and it was fun.
1: And that's a great song, by the way. That song has a lot of real meaning to the context of the God that I know. Oh, so it, it, it makes shine. sense that you love it. Yeah. This little light of mine, yes. mine, my life, I'm so going true. To let it shine.
0: I'm gonna yeah. let it shine. That's so true, and so as I hit, you hold- have the world in your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. And so, yeah, because the values of the church, I'm trying to figure out now as a 20, 35, not twenty-five. I wish <laughs> <laughs> fast forward a bit. As a thirty-five-year-old, is I realized that when Dad died, I gave up a bit, like Jeremy's moment. Like I remember sitting there crying to. Um, to God going, how can you take away this man from me? How can Mm. you put this pain in my heart? How does the world work that I would just not have my dad, the father, the Mm. man looked after my brothers and sisters? I just couldn't comprehend it and I was so upset and I said, I will never ever, ever let myself feel that pain again, which led to many, many stories that you (laughs) hear over these podcasts. But It was in that moment that I just said, I will have nothing to do with God and religion ever again. And mm. I, I think that's interesting that, and I, I was tested back then, but as I've gotten a bit older, I actually realized that that's actually not the case and that God—that's
3: a—that's probably a pretty common case, I reckon. People getting hurt or misled, realizing that is mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the teachings that churches teach is actually conditional love. It's not actually unconditional.
0: Yeah. What and would it, what would you say to that then? Like, as a third, as a fourteen-year-old, I go, "Well, I don't like God because it causes pain and it's full of BS." What do you say to?
3: Uh, yeah, that yeah, I, I, that makes sense to me. Like, for me, I mean, the question is like, I mean, a, I feel like you may have been hurt by this system or of belief or a label to something that is divine that um you felt hurt by because you realize that it's it pained you Mm. um but i feel like ev might be able to answer the question better than i can
1: well what i was gonna say i okay the first i remember when i a few i don't know many years ago i was still pretty young and my mother was very ashamed of me because she's very strict well which which I had my hair cut boy short. I had a mini dress on and I was visiting her in St. Lucia and I was, my mother pulled me in the house and she said to me, I don't want the neighbors to see you. She's saying this in Creole. And I hadn't seen my mom in years because I I, I left them when I was a teenager. Um, And uh, that was her welcome. I don't, she don't want the neighbors to see me because you know, in her, her seventh day Adventist church, my hair short and this short skirt was abomination. Mm. And I remember in that moment, I looked at her and I said, you know what, Mom, you're right. I don't, because she said the God she serves is what she actually said to me. And this was my trigger. She said, the God I serve, is that was what triggered me. And I said, you know, you're right. I don't serve your God. Your God is mean. And he hates me. And he judges me. And he doesn't like my miniskirt and my short hair. And if I drink, he hates me. I don't serve your God, I said. My God loves me. Whatever I do, my God loves me. And I was not awake then, but there was this part of me that must have. And I say to you, Em, it's mm. you. I don't think there's anything. I coming to my. There's so many. Really, there's so many gods. Really, there's because a god, in a sense, a god is is what you give your power to, and your awareness to. Right. And and I think that's why we've been able to. Be, society has been controlled and preyed on so much because we have made this god outside of ourselves and sometimes it's our careers our our partners our churches our money and so the god you said no to at 14 you're right that was not i i think that was okay to say no because what did it open up to you to and which you're experiencing now the god that is you that yeah. that would have You know, comforted you that would have that 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 is within you that would have said your emotions are okay and just walk through them. The God that you said goodbye to, I think, was not the right God for you.
2: Where were you when I was (laughs) fourteen? An interesting you said then about beautiful, yeah, love it about putting God into our you know our loved ones and treating them like idols. There's a really good book called "Denial of Death" by Otis Becker, and he, he makes the argument that a lot of human behavior or all of it. Can be based on this fear of dying, and we used to use religion to get rid of that fear and then after it you know science came up and religion faced out a bit then that 's when the romantic poets and everyone built up this idea of romantic love, mm. so then we turned mm-hmm. our loved ones into our gods, we worshipped our loved ones, but then you realize that they 're immortal then going die as much as you are so then then there 's also other behaviors that can explain like war, so like why would We have this symbolic self, this ego that we want to, that can't fathom that's going to pass away one day. And, but then we've also got this biological body, um, which is going to be worm food. Mm. Eventually we're Mm -hmm. all going to die. And it's Mm. like, these are all systems or things we use to, I guess, quench that fear so we can live without Mm. being like, whoa, I'm going to die one day.
3: Yeah right. Mm-hmm. I love interesting. That. Mm-hmm.
2: Switch the frame I, too much. That,
3: that's an interesting switch because there's, there's so many different ways we can take this conversation. So many different ways. Um, I think I'm fascinated, to be honest, in the area of opening up the mind enough to allow the broadest amount of people to get a trigger of what we're what i've experienced personally because i because that was real and what other people experience in different ways like which is just a connection to love or unconditional love and Mm -hmm. for me when i look at em Mm -hmm. and i see the work she does in collective potential in a workshop that to me she facilitates a loving environment for the broadest Mm -hmm. amount of people and empowers them to find their own vulnerability and face their own Mm -hmm. self in the most raw genuine way that to me fuck that's 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 bloody, that's yeah, pretty godlike That's what to me. I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, go- that's god, correct, Jeremy. I was just about to say, that sounds like godding to me. That's pretty, God-ing. that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm
3: godding. So maybe then, Ev, the question is You're more God-ing. like what, what our our association with the word God. Where has this fallen over in your mind where people disconnect? you know, like divinity, you know, you know what I'm trying to say?
1: Well, well, you know, I like you, I've been searching. This is a word. This is, it become, I took it apart and made it a word. And I, 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 I kind of like, I drew it out. God and what's an, and create this, it's an acronym for generate, operate, dissolve.
0: Generate, operate, dissolve.
1: It's removing. It's just, I I like to look at every, I'm a bit, I have a bit of a scientific brain as well, but I, I like, I got to the point where, and I'm doing it more and more, is just where it's like, really, what is this? I was afraid, like you, to even talk about God. And it was, in a sense, you know, like, well, let me just look at what this really is. And, 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 and I've tried to look at it in every aspect of... What exactly is this? Because that's a real question. I mean, I'm still in process with it. Mm. And Jeremy, I go back to what you say, because it reminded me of something in the Bible that most people that have read the Bible can relate to. And I had this conversation with a very religious man recently when he was talking about this God, of especially the Old Testament. And, and I remember the God. and I mean, this is the God. If there's a God in the Bible that I would say that I related to the most, and, and I could still say inspired me mm. to go within, because this is what this person was saying, was Jesus. And God is love. And if you don't know love, you don't know God. And and that kept sticking to me because it's just it is. It, it, and it, when you think about the emotion, when you were I think Emily, you were saying earlier how you may not quite know what it is, but it feels good. Mm. There's so much that, when you think of that, the emotion of love, the emotion of what you do, the emotion you get from what you do for the community, how it changes their lives, just the feeling. I think that is the feeling. If you want to know what God is, I think that feeling. Is so important. Mm. What does it feel like? What does God feel when you say God, or when you when you say love? Because okay, okay if we're just going to go back for a second to the Bible, God is love. What does love feel like?
2: Why is God love? This is something that I find it hard to rationally grasp with. Um, it's, 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 it just seems like. Um, it's said a lot, but I, I've had experience of this and I get this idea of love, not romantic love, but this sense of just, like, acceptance of everything and allowing everything. But, yeah. I just, mm-hmm, Correct, yeah. But it's everyone, I don't know, I just my rational brain can't comprehend that because what I see God is, is the thing that's not in form. It's a space that everything happens in. It's everything. You know, like, we it can't comprehend mm-hmm. it with our human minds because we can't imagine a foreground without a background. It's relativity. But if... God is everything, then there is no outside to it. It's forever. It's infinity. Yeah. So, like, why? I just don't, really? I, yeah, I just can't, my rational mind. Maybe you can't comprehend that, but mm. it's that love thing I always get stuck on.
1: Mm. Well, I, I think you are, I think the romance love, which is really romance, Rome, thank you very much, Rome, there, and you think about the, the indoctrination of the Romans. Um, yeah, if you think about the, ro- the love of Rome, which is, you know, yeah, you think about love as in a partnership, a person or a child. But it is, you. Re- it, I, I relate to that love as in like, I can't see an animal that I don't, if I it's hurt, that I don't feel pain for, or a tree that I don't want to hug. And that sounds kind of <laughs> trippy
2: for some, but it word is unity a oneness. Make more and it's sense? It,
1: yeah, yeah. Like a
2: more of like intimacy and
3: unity with everything. Is that...
1: With everything, absolutely. Okay. That's how I feel about
3: love. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, does that... This
0: is cool because when you take something that's been pushed on us, <laughs> can you see where I've grown up, uh, such as God or religion, um, and I, for some reason I can just think about people who are religious are just like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're talking like this. You know, like I actually quite like that we're trying to pull apart
3: we're probably offending everyone We're at the moment. We're offending <laughs> many people,
0: but that's cool because, you know, a lot of people who are listening to this are interested in, well, well what is it? And then when people say love is God or God is love, it's like, oh, yeah, well, so what does that mean? It's acceptance of all um, that it is, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, there is no boundary to it. And you're right, our logical minds can't comprehend, can't comprehend it.
3: it. And you know what, on top of that, I find the more I think about God yeah. and even this conversation starting to become a bit, yeah. um, it slips away even more for me because yeah. it's like, it, nice. it's because it's, a, it's, it's this kind of innate, uh, you know, I don't know. I kind of see it as being, so we've
2: been, we get spat out of our parents into this process and I think it's the awakening to that you're a part of this process, you're not separate from it. Oh, good one. Because I think that's what it is. It's realizing that the present's the only thing that really exists and mm. that you're in the present mm. and therefore you're it. that makes sense? Mm. You're it happening?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I agree.
3: I mean, I feel um, uh, what it does for me is gives me a tremendous sense of empowerment like that. Ev asked us to do, do a meditation before we started this podcast, which was say to ourselves, I am God and God is me is that right Ev? did I say right yeah that's correct
1: yeah, yeah.
3: and um because yeah. and and for me that like that gave me a sense of um real empowerment and and calmness and and bring the power yeah. back to me, which is interesting because mm-hmm. that brings us back to what we were saying a minute ago where God is what you put your power on if i 'm saying i 'm the i 'm the the absolute power which i am of my ability that's what mm-hmm. my will is i can do whatever i want um it you know maybe that's what i'm just trying to bring it around circle you know
1: no i i agree the thing is i mean i think everyone has their own interpretation and but the, the of it and i i think you know i i think for the, what, what's important is again like there's so many different conversations i've heard people have about god for me I could listen, if you, if I listen to any, there's some uh, wonderful teachers, but if at the end of the day, it's within, it is within, and the whole universe, you may, I, the whole universe is within you, and we're just interpreting what is within us mm. in what we see, and and I think when I did that meditation, I do that meditation for myself, and it's, it's a bit sacrilege for some, like to say, you're God, what, when I do that meditation, the I do feel this peace and empowerment mm. and because that is really for me, what God is. It's me. I saw it. I felt it. And every time I live in that knowing I can, that, that God is me. And what that that? And if that signifies power, then I am powerful. I feel more in control of my life. Mm. And, and it's not that I'm God and that I'm supposed to rule over anyone. It's that I have the power in, within
2: my life. I have the choice. And, um, I have the choice. Let's yeah. say you are like a raging skeptic and you're like, what are they talking about? Play with it. Just like, just for 15 minutes, just walk around and mm. like, what would it be like if I was God, if I was everything, what would your life be like? That's something I used to be really like, not atheist, but quite agnostic about everything. I don't really say this is true. This is true. I just, whatever comes and experience, but it's like, you can tune into different things. So you could be walking down the, the street and be seeing everyone and being like, oh, everyone looks so sad, everyone's so grumpy. Or you could be looking at them with compassion and being like, everyone's doing the best they can. Or you could be looking around saying, everything is God. I'm all, we're all a part mm-hmm. of this together. It's like mm-hmm. different, like, mm-hmm. you imagine yourself to be like a TV and change different channels. What if you, like, tune oh into my, that channel?
1: Dude, I love that because one of the things I do quite a bit, and I just started, I will see when I when I walk down the street, and you, this is something that I do, You when you try it, you'll see... I, I see this world, I see everyone, and I imagine that there's no mirror, and if I didn't have a mirror, that's what I would look like. And I, look, I, I, I call that's it shape cool. shifting and I was trying to teach the kids to do it, my, yeah. my niece. That you walk, if I see an, a man, I imagine that that's the last mirror I saw, and that's really what I look like, until I see another person that's or another sick. face. And when you do that, it's a really fun. Um, you feel different, too. I mm-hmm. feel different mm-hmm. when, when I've done it.
2: That's cool. You know, very I can, cool. You feel more I, empathetic.
1: Well, I, you know, it's funny because I, I, tr- I tried that aspect of it, and I, I'm a bit of, um, I am very emotional, and I remember trying that, and I did exactly that, and I didn't like it, right? <laughs> that's my own limitation. Still, no, no, no. And it's not just necessarily him. I remember it was a, It's very. It's a lot more fun and easier to do with children, but I have to say, it's not like. So I don't go that deep because I tried once and I just you know because then all of the symbols of his, his the body type would all, everything like uh, people are symbols they're not just like people so somebody that's overweight your brain may just your brain is not just going oh he's got a big belly your brain is absorbing every aspect of what that symbol means and so when your brain starts processing that it doesn't well it didn't feel good to me and so I keep it very light like I see the face. And I'm just that face, and I take on that face until I see my next mirror, which is, you know, maybe an old person or a child. And I keep it, I just keep moving it that way. And, um, but I only, I say that because it sounds a lot like what you were saying about um, seeing everyone as God and the whole world and everything. Mm. Um,
3: Well, it's a crazy thought, um, but it definitely does do something. (laughs) The the other thing is, like, if you don't
2: experience it yourself, you're not going to rationally know. It's that thing, it's like... We have such short yeah. lifespans. Absolutely, yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's what Joseph Campbell does a lot of talk about this. That's what religions and stuff do is that they open you up to the mystery, um, which I think a lot of, it's mm. my, my issue with athe- atheism, is that it closes off the mystery a little. They just say if it's not scientific, yeah. you can't talk about it. You know, you can't say it. Mm. But it's like, no, think about the mystery. We're, not, we're never going to know anything. We're only here for 80 yeah. years. Relax a bit.
3: Mm. Well, the greatest scientists were had openness to what if, what what's, and imagination. Einstein. You know, Einstein,
2: Carl Sagan, yeah,
1: yeah, Spinoza. Yeah, I love. Yeah, and Brian but, Hyde. but that got wrapped.
2: Brian. You only get the mainstream Brian.
1: version of what they talked about. You know, just.
2: Love mm. science.
1: Meanwhile, they were in the back in their basement trying to figure this out, just as we are, <laughs> uh,
0: isn't it? It just keeps replaying. I have a question. Um. You know, we can go our lives without thinking about God. And yep. in actual fact, in the Western world or in in Australia, there is 22 million Australians. I wouldn't know the statistic on how many are seen as religious. And so there's a big percentage, right, though. Right? Um, if we do do think about the people who don't go through life, thinking about or living with God in their mind, let alone in their hearts or in their spirit. So what's its benefit? You know, and I'm kind of asking from um, your own stories, like if for you, Ev, in America you had this fast-paced sports car, high heels bag weave life and, um, you know, I'm just going off what you said, my imagination. Well,
1: no, You're right. It's absolutely right.
0: You know, and yet to some of my friends, they love their sports car. They love their weaves and their hair done and their heels and, you know, that's they're cool with that. So how do I explain this to you um, here in Australia, mm. your equivalent here in Australia, and say, hey, babe, do you know that you're God? Like, what's the benefit for her?
1: I think uh, you know what. I think who said it earlier? Was it Jeremy? Was it someone said earlier that the conversation was sort of like you know the folk. You know, when you talk about God, it scares people. And I, I think the the thing about it is that for a second, I would say, you know, because. It's to take, if you t- were to take the God, the God has been, the God term has been in a sense hijacked, but really, ultimately, really, what does it mean, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to extract that. I want to hear it. It's like, w- what was the benefit for you?
1: I think for me, was finding me Oh yeah. my, so yeah, my, my, mm. my, the, really who I am outside of this construct of, of God or divinity. And mm. because that's really what it came back to everything. I, it was me and still finding me. What I, I love what you said. You know, this is really a short. All of this, we're figuring this out as we go. Mm-hmm. Anyone that nobody has come back from the the dead or from the other side. And walked up and that we can recognize and say, yeah, I remember you, (laughs) mate. Yeah. So what was it like? No one can. And if they came back, it would probably run like hell. Mm. At the end of the day, it's really about we're figuring it out. And for me, it's encouraging. I came to this knowing where I feel empowered Mm. when I started absorbing this idea that I am the power and and then there are a lot of wonderful teachings that an inspiration that that reminds me of this the Tao Te Ching the the way oh, that's the, so the, good. the, so the good. it's being a way it's a, and it's exploring and f- finding your way your way mm-hmm. if your way is and then going back for me it's it's um if it em- it empowered me and it didn't hurt anyone it made me look out and deeper within myself yeah it made me smarter when I th- when I recognized that I was everything
3: you I, say, you know, I, say, I, I, th- I go to a, Oh, I'm sorry. So, but I just want to jump in because I'm so excited. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I love that because, it, 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 yeah, it showed you that you are everything, and empowered you so much. I found personally, I, f- I found what God was more by discovering, by learning about all the different forms of it across history of mankind, of different religions, of di- like non-religious things, of of people talking about this thing um, of love or whatever it was. But um, yeah, I, that's my benefit as well. It's like that. It's I don't even like even calling it God. I'd rather, to be honest, give it a new name because I feel like it needs refreshing. Yeah. But something, th- th- just a connection George. to <laughs> George. Well, it's not. a thing. it's it's no. what it is. You know, it's like um, we've personalized it tremendously. Well, not it's a, your,
2: once you if you say it is something that gives it form, yep. So it's like yeah, it, it, right. it limits it. it yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. True.
0: And I, you know what? I got my answer. You know, I'm totally asking what's the benefit, and I actually just hear cool. Everyone, just stop calling God like you've grown up with in the, the dogma and the institutions. Go past your beliefs or your constructs of what you think that is, i.e. 14-year-old Emily who's very sad that her dad was taken away and instead says, I don't want to hear it anymore. What you're all teaching me is it's just about an experience of myself mm. that I am that thing that we were supposed to worship and praise, um, mm-hmm. that I'm the governing force of life. Um, and that my father went because it was just how life is, mm. and I can accept that, right? Mm. Mm. So it's interesting that uh, I really did want to hear it and I, because I'm actually thinking about the people out there who switch off at this conversation or those who are really into it. Um, mm. Can I just switch mm. this
2: just a little quickly? Where do people typically say they have this experience of God? So that's a big one is while people make love, other ones on psychedelic drugs, doing things like dancing for hours. That's why, like the Hindus used to do, like twenty-four hour dances. Mm. I'm sure, like while you're mm-hmm. raving, you might experience it. It's like this egoless <laughs> thing where it's like you're not being you anymore. You're just mm. a part of the process mm-hmm. happening
3: beyond and yourself. And that's what awesome. the Tao
2: talks about. Not beyond yourself, be empty of the self. Yeah, like this, like this mm-hmm. story. It's when you drop the stories. Yeah. That's for me anyway, when I'm, everything I say. I'm Drop attachment, myself. yeah. It's like, I mean,
3: Buddhism talks about God in a brilliant way, if you ask who,
2: me. Jez, who would you be um, if you weren't born from your parents? Weren't born from my parents. If you were born from someone else, would you be you? Yeah. What, what, what is the essence of us? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah.
2: Think about that. Like, if your parents weren't your parents, would you be here? And it's like, no, a lot of this is a story that comes from my genetics. It comes from... Um, where I've grown up, all these stories I tell myself. But, you know, you know that if you were, for example, if I lived in China, I wouldn't be Ryan Hyde. I'd be someone else. Mm. And it's like, then who is me if I'm not the story I tell myself and I'm not my body and I'm not... The, anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. True. Hey, Ev. That's cool.
0: Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful, beautiful Wasn't right? that beautiful? He's...
1: Yes. And he's right, though. It's It is like you are... Because all... I mean, we know this. Even mainstream physics is covering this now, and it's like making mainstream. So you know, I always say, if mainstream is talking about it, you know, it's a thing. It's all illusion, and and I, I don't. I try to avoid the illusion conversation with a lot of people that are sort of new to the,
0: no, the no, digging the going
1: inside. But it's like it is really all illusion, and mm. and it really is. It's all inside. It's when the self is a, the the in it just. The self, in a sense, is a trap. It keeps you outside again, and that's right. You, mm-hmm. You're one hundred percent right. When you go completely, you dance until you, you like. Look at children; they do it. They spin until they they can't see anything. You, you ever watch a child <laughs> spin, and they just spin yeah. and spin and spin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing they're doing. Yeah. They're meditating. They're, they're going. They're they're completely releasing the self. They don't. You don't see yourself. You just you're just a blur,
3: and that's, that's really. I don't want to do really, it. it. Hey, that's such a good way to put it. I think that's a that's a really good way to come back to the truth of what it is um, for you and and what well, I think it can be for more, more everyone universally. It's an it's an interesting and a tricky topic to chat about, but I think we did really well. I think we did well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, the greatest thing that I learned from you is what I said before. I think. It always it always matters to me that people will not be open and curious about a topic or a theme or an aspect of life, let alone an aspect of themselves, because they've had a negative connotation or a negative experience. And, um, you know, I think that we need to go beyond what the old version of society thinks of what God is and redefine that. And I mm-hmm. think having you on here um today ev was just beautiful because you're just your average um ev over in saint lucia you know just as much as we yeah, are yeah and it's so Absolutely. nice to have a conversation with somebody from the other side of the world about this and mm. who's so passionate wow. about it and just for people to wake up to their own godliness like great yeah.
1: beautiful I learned a lot from you as well. But I, I the, the one thing at the end of the day, I do have to, you know, because I'm in a meditation group and we're trying to take in newer people every day, um, you know, that are very new and St. Which is very religious. And, and I, you know, I, I, I think everyone has to start somewhere. You know, you have to start somewhere. I remember a time where I loved Joel Osteen, um, this minister that had that talked about this wonderful kind God that wanted you to be successful. And by the way, Finding the God within you does not let, let release your 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 success. I, I'm still, you know, very successful. <laughs> oh, still, darling, you know, of course. Have, <laughs> 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 no, so, so you know, but people sometimes think, oh, now you're living in a hut, and um, and no, I still go to Europe, and boy, I have a great time in Paris. Absolutely. And you've got houses in
0: three
3: quit. continents.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, well, I just, I appreciate, I. I, pre, I, I it actually that's my thing too and forgetting all the materialism that, that the new some of the new age is telling you if you can manifest this because you're God. No, it's taking the power, realizing that there's a power that's inside of you but you won't find it as you're seeking outside as you're looking outside. And and just t- try it out for a week. Where wear that power. Don't call it God. Mm-hmm. Wear this inner mm-hmm. power on your on your sleeve like a coach for a week. I will... Everything that you look at for the week, just look at it and say, Ah, you know what, that woman, I'm going into that meeting, but because I'm the power, I'm going to be <gasps> the most important person in the room. I love And let's this. see how that goes. And let's, let's try it on for a week. Try your Literally. inner power that you are everything. It's your universe for one week.
0: Try your inner power on for a week. Now that is helpful.
3: And just to, just to, I love that. Just to define one little niggle that I've discussed with you in the past, Ev, like when you say I walk into a room and I'm the most important person in it, um, we know, we it's, know that's You're not,
1: the only, it means that you're the only person in the room. It's not because you, there's somebody, it means you're the only one there.
3: Because you're the only like one really, in control of your, your body. You're the
1: only one there. There's no one but you.
3: It's assuming that no at but you. the moment, mean
2: you're the same thing. Yeah right. Well, if I walk in a room here, being I'm the most important thing, it's because it's one thing, and we're all we're the all most connected. Thing.
3: Gotcha.
0: And so you yeah, don't have to worry through. about the judge judgment of others, or Correct. that you're not doing and that's something. What, yeah, let me. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm glad
1: we're clarifying it. Yeah. I don't mean that you, the person is less important. It's realizing that. you're Yeah. The no only inflated
0: driver. ego. No dismissing or disregarding yeah. other people or being yeah. conceited. It's actually no. that walk into that room as though as, you're, as, as you as the, as you are your true nature.
1: Yes, and also I see, like, you are, try that on. It's only you in the room. So be it a man that's looking at you, that's about to give Mm. you that job, or Mm. if it's this, you know, it's still you. And so if it's you, then what is there to be afraid of? If all of it is you, every aspect of it is you. You can manipulate it and change it at will because it's all you. You can't walk into a room and somebody's not going to like you. It's because it's you. How could you not like you? That's amazing. Try that on for a week.
3: Ryan, he didn't say he didn't say in this podcast but he's he refers I mean he sees God as nature, right? Did you did you say that?
1: Well,
3: and and I feel like well, that is. that's another great way for anyone curious way, or right. open-minded to just go find it there because that's what you find. That's <laughs> so the nature and right? and we are nature.
1: We are we're saying I think we're saying the same thing. It's a really it gets a little, you know, we amounts, you know, when I'm a Mount, like you and Jeremy, it's you 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 we can go as all the way on the other side. And sometimes yeah. I find when you're talking to new people, especially, like, churchgoers church about this, um, you know, I, I always let everybody know that it's okay. I started somewhere. You know, we mm-hmm. all have to start somewhere. If they can just find, their, you know, that, that, like, place to start, there's no right or wrong place to start. And maybe for some, the, the God of the church, if it works for you, man, rock on. Mm-hmm. If that works for you and you're not hurting anybody and it works, You will come to it in your own time. Mm,
0: I'm going to start with walking into the room on Friday, at a collective potential workshop and just being in that energy mm, of... Mm.
3: I think if, if nothing else, it's just given people, there's a well of knowledge that I feel like I want to tap with Ev that oh, we've had crazy long hours of conversations that's super deep and intricate and weird, but I feel like we've scraped a good amount um, out of you now. <laughs> very um, weird. Yeah, very <laughs> weird. Um, but, but that's the curious mind, that's where it goes. And I feel like, if anything, this conversation has got lots of little seeds of... Um, redefining, making people think. And if you, if you question everything, I feel like you find your truest self. And that's really, I think, the headline. Thank you for your truth, yeah. sister. We honor you.
1: Oh, thank you for sharing yours with me. It's such a pleasure to meet you all. I think this is a really incredible time. And Jeremy will share, will share, will continue to share. But this is an incredible time to trigger people to to look inside, you know. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks My pleasure. Cheers. Jeremy, call me
2: back.